Glory. It's the day of glory. As you go from glory to glory, Satan's principalities become embodied within individuals around you. That's why you wonder, will it ever get easier? Well, honestly, the only thing that gets easier is the amount of word burning in your spirit. The external resistance always gets stronger, just like it did in Jesus' ministry, until they were chanting, crucify him. Amen? You think it's going to be easy to serve the living Father? The whole world opposes you. Everything that's in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the religious pride of life of the carnal brain opposes you. Everything of the fallen universe opposes the glory. It's true. Well, so it's not going to get easier until you completely surrender to the Father's power. Because you'll find that the Father can walk through hell, every fallen angel, right next to Cain, the principality of the pride of the brain, right next to Jezebel, principality of witchcraft in the brain, every principality works in the brain, and the Father walk right next to it, fully embodied in the full power of Satan and the second heaven stars that fell. And it's still easy for the Father. The issue is, is the Father formed in you? Do you know the Father in you? To the measure you know the Father in your spirit, Amen? Colossians 2.10, you're made full of the Godhead and have reached full spiritual stature. The Godhead is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. To the measure that you know the Godhead in your spirit is the measure that life is easy. That doesn't mean that the principalities won't be embodied within individuals around you like they are for me. I mean, I'll have the full principality of Jezebel embodied around me, the full principality of Cain embodied around me. I had the full principality of Apollyon, death, embodied around me. And the thing that's so crazy about this measure of grace is that they'll be completely cleansed. The completely cleansed. Satan does not have in his kingdom enough sorcery to stop this company called the man-child, the sons of God predestined for it He doesn't have enough wickedness to, sh to shut us down. He tried to every single day of our lives. Every single day. Multiple, multiple, multiple attempts of murder on our lives. Multiple. More than you could ever imagine. There's stories I can't even tell you. And you know it's bad if I can't tell you. It's bad just out of respect to people I love. I can't even tell you half the stories of things that have happened from the enemy against our lives. Hallelujah. Because people repent, people change, and Satan and his angels only work through human beings. It's true. People are like, oh, it's just... Act Listen, if there's a devil activated attacking you, it came through a human being's mouth that stands in the heavens that's speaking word curses over you. The only way any curse can kindle on your brain, which is a lying tongue that rests on your brain, which is called being demonized, the only way you can have a curse on your brain, a magic spell, an evil spell, Galatians 3.1, is there an evil spell on your brain? That's what the Bible asks. 
Galatians, is there an evil spell on your brain? How can an evil spell be on your brain? Well, because back then they're dealing with sorcery nonstop in every city of the then known world. How much more today in a world that's called Babylon the Great and the potent sorcery has deceived all souls, all minds, so that the Christians live even under the shelter of Babylon the Great and are calling it revival. And they haven't even overcome the world and they're still under the fallen angels. That's how bewitched even the elite and the leaders of the charismatic church are and the glory stream church that we love and honor and serve. But I tell you, the situation is much more extreme than you could ever imagine. (laughs) And how do you win? You just go deeper in God. You'll find that you win by having more of the Bible written on your spirit. The more word you have in your spirit, the more you become like a solar system of the third heaven. Paul says, put on the full armor of light. What is the armor of light? It's the glory of God that wraps your brain. Amen? Adam and Eve had brains. They just didn't know it because the glory of God was wrapping their brains and they lived in the glory or called the armor of light. Adam and Eve lived in the armor of light and we need to put on the armor of light so that we don't live out of our brain, but our brain is the connection like the hovercraft and the spaceship that we hover around as a spirit being. You literally bring your brain right down into your spiritual stomach and you become a son of God, an angel-like son of God. That's how Jesus could fly. Literally in the Bible, you see him fly in Acts chapter 1. He had the ability to fly. He had the ability to walk through walls even before he was transfigured. He wasn't transfigured until he ascended into the cloud in Acts chapter 1. So all those abilities he actually did as a human being. Everything he did in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and in Acts 1, he did as a human being. Everything he did in Revelation, he did as a living being. He's transfigured in Revelation. So that's, he's different because he had poured out his blood on the altar between the Gospel and Acts 1 where he's with his disciples, and then Revelation, you know, written, you know, 60 years later or whatever, between that time, our Lord was transfigured. So you see his abilities develop as his spirit grows. What did he say? My food is to do the will of my Father who sent me. That's your food as well. Sacrifice everything else. You're just getting ripped off by demons that don't want you to fulfill your destiny. The plans God has for you are mind-blowing, literally, because your mind starts to come down right into your belly, and you're, literally your brain is within your own spirit, and you're spirit-centered, but in the core of your spirit becomes your brain. That's how you become a morning star. That's what a son of God is. That's what Jesus walked in. His spirit was so big and powerful, and the demons could feel him coming miles away. We know who you are, Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Have you come to torment us before the appointed time? How could demons be screaming out of people's mouths as he'd be approaching from miles away? They could feel it because his spirit was so far wrapping his body. And his spirit grew. Jesus grew for 33 years, according to the scriptures. He grew in wisdom, 
and he grew in favor with God and in favor with all men. Amen. So your issue is growing in wisdom and growing in favor with God and in favor with all men. Having your spirit built up with the word of grace. The word of grace is the spirit word, the living word. That's the only thing that develops your spirit to be greater than your brain. Otherwise, as an immature Christian, a technon, your brain's in control of your life. Any Christian who is brain-centered instead of spirit-centered, now your brain will come down inside your spirit. So please understand me today because this is truth. <laughs> this is sonship level truth. You need to know this because there's at least 40 people here about to manifest as powerful sons of God to be pegged in the high calling in Christ Jesus, to be pegged in the mark of the high calling. Amen? Literally as masters and lords of the universe. Now, Christ is already in that position, but the Bible says in Revelation 2 and 3, everyone who overcomes the world sits on his throne as an overcomer. Revelation 2 and 3, there are nine overcomers gifts, and you get all of them. That's what makes you the kings and lords of the king of kings and lord of lords. Religion would deny you your birthright. Religion would keep you infants in Christ forever. Religion would say, don't slay the beast, serve the beast. The whore of Babylon are all Christians that have served the brain. That's what the prostitute of Babylon in the Bible, in the book of Revelation is. It's all Christians that have served the brain instead of serving Christ in their spirit. The brain is the flesh that counts for nothing. Zero. Nothing. Your whole world is a lie. Everything you've invested in in your entire life, according to the brain, according to sense and reason, according to the wisdom and philosophy of this world, is a lie from Satan and his angels. They keep you down in the flesh on purpose with lies. There are sorcerers here that are sons and daughters of Satan that are trained in the liar. There are millions of them that are trained in lies to keep you down. They control most of the media today. They control most of Hollywood today. They control most of Wall Street and the World Trade Center today. They control most of the governments today. But I tell you the truth, you're only under governors and tutors until the appointed time of maturity. Meaning, when the sons of God manifest what I'm teaching you today, all of those wicked sorcerers are slaughtered through their brains, which means forgiven. Forgiven. The Goliath sword is for the Golgotha of all humanity. And we wield the sword of Goliath today. Amen. 20 years ago, I received the Goliath sword. <laughs> and we're using it. And it slays the skull of humanity. All demons, all principalities, all evil spirits, all lies, all flesh, everything wrong with the world, every foul and detestable bird has been bound to the place of the skull. So that if anyone were to bring sacrifice of their own soul and develop their spirit in the Word into full spiritual stature, they would become kings and lords of the universe. That's actually what the Bible teaches. 
the overcomers sit on a throne and rule the world for a thousand years. Revelation chapter 5, verse 10, it is written. The only issue is transitioning out of the brain into the spirit. How? By eating the word. You can't emphasize it enough. Because the truth is, Satan hates you and wants to kill you after you're born again. If you can't be contained in little sheep sheds and settle for complacent satisfaction in what's already been done in charismania, then you will be violently opposed by principalities. Violently. That's why my wife's been sick for 10 years. That's why my dad's been sick. That's why Satan has tried to kill my family, kill me, because we're taking on everything the enemy's got, and we're winning. We're winning. If you are not in a church then all you have is the next degree of glory to go to. If you're in a church, then you settle from the, for the roof of that church. There's a cap. There's a ceiling in the church. Every church has a ceiling. The only way you don't have a cap or a ceiling is if you're outside the church of institutionalized religion and you live on the mountain of the place of the skull, Mount Zion, Golgotha and a continual sacrifice of your brain for more of the river. That's the place the river flows from. <laughs> That's how you never settle for a complacent satisfaction. And even though you have epic breakthroughs all the time, it's not enough because there's a universe to conquer here. That's how you get so far out from people's caps in charismatic churches. They say, you've got to be a false prophet. Nope, that's just what happens when you live outside of the shelters made by human hands for a long, long time. And that's how God the Father wanted it for all of His elite soldiers, for all of His elite leaders, His prophets and apostles. He wants them to be so well-trained outside of church to live in the real world. Otherwise, they're just weird. It's a weird culture. And it's very much irrelevant, and it's very much separated from the business world, very much separated from the educational world. It's actually a mountain of Satan, a religious mountain. That's how he corrals all churches, Christian churches, Muslim churches, Jewish churches. Yeah, I know they're mosques and synagogues, but it's all religions of the flesh. Anyone that practices religion in the brain is on Satan's religious mountain. It's one of the seven mountains. Oh, yeah. That's true. And guess what? It's still flesh. That doesn't mean you're not saved. It just means that you've settled for a level of anointing and a level of, level of the Word and a level of inheritance that is absolutely disastrous. It's not acceptable. And so we need to go much deeper, much higher in the Holy Ghost and in the Word and in the living water and in the blood of the Lamb, and to see society-wide change. Isaiah chapter 2 says, The mountain of the Lord will rise as chief of all the mountains in the last days. The mountains of the last days are the seven mountains of the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ that the prostitute of Babylon, that carnal Christianity sits upon. Absolutely true. But carnal Christianity still serves the beast. That's why she's riding... A beast with seven heads. She's riding the beast. She's riding the carnal mind. False prophetics everywhere. I mean, even the leaders of the charismatic church, and they're right like half the time, which is so deceiving, and then I'll go and check on them after a bad week of spiritual warfare against Jezebel, and it's like microchip and guillotine paranoia. 
and it's like, well, you had a good broadcast, and then the next week it's like fear-mongering, and it's so far off that it's diabolical. Why is there such an inaccuracy? It's because our cap has been Babylon the Great, and there's still a tremendous influence of the beast, the false prophet, and the red dragon for everyone that hasn't brought their whole brain to be crucified with Christ at the place of the skull. That's why even the senior prophets that we look up to and we love and we honor in the charismatic church are wrong at least 40% of the time. The 60-fold. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. The only way you go from 60-fold to 100-fold is you come into the open Eden church of God's original design for the planet, which doesn't have any shelters in it. I looked and there was no shelters there, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are at shelters. Until you get into real Father God as your head covering, sonship is what I'm preaching today, and you come into the manifestation of the sons of God and knowing God as your true Father of your inner man, fully gelled, made firmer still by the prophetic word that has built you up to receive your inheritance on top of the seven mountains, standing on Mount Zion, standing on Golgotha, fully crucified at the place of the skull, wielding the Goliath sword to slay the soul of humanity with the word of God. The Word of God is a fireball that always confronts the Saul of Tarsus deception. Saul of Tarsus was right in his own eyes. He had read the whole Bible, memorized it, was trying to obey it in his own brain. What did he end up doing? Killing Jesus' friends. Anyone who's a Christian in the brain and not the spirit will always murder Jesus' friends, the prophets. It's always been like that for 6,000 years. Anyone religious is Antichrist. The religious spirit is the spirit of Antichrist. How many Antichrists are there here? Revelation chapter 9, 200 million Antichrist spirits. They're called religious demons. It's not a minor problem, it's the main problem. When you come out of religion, you come out of the flesh and live in the spirit to be absent from the body. The flesh is to be in the presence of God. How much presence of God do you want? In His presence is fullness of joy. Why am I not experiencing the fullness of joy, the fullness of ecstasy all the time? It's because my mind is not circumcised, that my consciousness is not separated from my flesh to live in the spirit of glory, to live in the river of life. The more and more you put the Bible into your spirit, the more separated from your flesh. Hebrews 4.12, it is written, The sword of the Spirit divides soul from spirit. The Word of God divides flesh from spirit. The more word in your spirit, the more you're separated from your flesh and more in the presence of God. We need presence of God here that's so fiery that this whole earth turns into a furnace. Which means we need some people that are fully sanctified from their brains. And your brain is still useful. You're transfigured by the renewing of your mind, not by the removing of your mind. And, but your brain becomes a part of your inner man. <laughs> well, I'm not led by my brain ever. I tell you the truth, I haven't been led by my brain in 20 years. My born-again experience was so dramatic. I've been in the glory deep like this for 20 years. Deep. Not that I knew it everything, but I was born in a hundredfold glory realm. It was. Absolutely true. I was levitating, it felt like, for three months. And we got signs and wonders galore to make your head spin like Elijah's whirlwind. But Pharisees love signs and wonders, and that's a big stumbling block for most of you. Oh, that'll grow a big church. Yeah, stigmatas, levitations, 
continuous angelic encounters, but that doesn't do anything. Pharisees love signs and wonders. Only thing that works is the Spirit of God circumcising your heart, separating your soul from your spirit, so that the presence of God, your whole region, becomes a furnace of the Spirit Word burning through their animal brains, and everyone's brains get lit up like light bulbs. That's how you remove Satan from regions. Satan only works through the place of the skull. And the sword of the Spirit is for the Golgotha of humanity. Goliath's sword for Golgotha. Both have the, re the root word goal in it, meaning giant. Amen? So it's the giant of man's brain. That's the curse of the fall. And we have now the giant of the Spirit word to meet the need of all humanity. And it slays the beast, the false prophet, and the red dragon. The beast, the false prophet, and the red dragon is Golgotha. The issue is, can you slay it in yourself to participate with Jesus Christ's victory over the death of all men in their brain? <laughs> death is only in the brain. Death is a belief system. You have to be programmed to believe in death. After you're, after you're born of the flesh, you come out of your mother's womb, you know, you got blood and there's water and billows of smoke. Amen? <laughs> Glory to God. And you're programmed after that. And you grow up in a society, some of you experience extreme stuff. Some of you experience pretty mild stuff. But you get programmed by the outside dimension after you're born of the flesh. That's all lies. But you think it's true because you've experienced it through your five physical senses. Getting born again is the total rejection of everything you've ever known and thought of the external realm and depending on the internal realm of the glory of God the reprograms your brain to live out of the third heaven instead of the second heaven that caused this natural dimension existence. And as you're programmed internally, which is called transfiguration and building yourself up, sanctification by the word of grace, and as you're built up in your spirit, your mind is renewed to the reality of the third heaven in you. Luke 17, 21, the kingdom, the fullness of God, Colossians 2, 10, is in you, 100%. You're never going to get any more. The only thing you're going to get is your mind renewed to the fullness. Amen? And guess what? Then you really become a temple of the Holy Spirit. And people that actually believe this gospel and sacrifice their souls to be transfigured internally begin walking in sonship, and they'll be honored as kings, some as judges, some as lords, some as priests, some as whatever for a long, long time. That's what's at stake right now. All civilization is experiencing the dawning of day at this moment. The manifestation of the sons of God is the dawning of day for all civilization. What happens is everyone's brain starts to get hit with the glory and they start to work on a different solar system. Instead of the fallen angels, they start to work on the morning star Christ Jesus until the morning star rises in your heart and your day dawns. When your day dawns, all civilizations hit. Because you've constantly practiced righteousness. Because you've constantly sacrificed your own soul for others, even while they're misunderstanding everything you were doing the entire time. And you're going to finally be revealed for all the internal workings that you've experienced. See, religion, you get external rewards. And people can see what you do. 
They can see your gifts. They can see all your words of knowledge. They can see your prophesying. And it is religion. Because anything that can be seen in the natural realm, well, it's not really rewarded. You're rewarded for what's unseen. That's what Scripture says. Jesus Christ said you're only rewarded for what's unseen. So if your external, external glory is stripped from you and you're only developing internal glory by intimacy with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit inside your body, strengthening your inner man with might constantly, being energized, getting more and more of the Word written on your spirit, and your spirit is completely consuming your brain, and then all of a sudden, God reveals you as a son, that will shake nations. That's what's going to happen. There have been sons of God in the works for decades, decades, behind the scenes, underground, counterculture, whatever names you want to use. They're in the caves of Elijah, in the caves of Abdullah. They're in the caves of whatever. <laughs> what they're, they're in the hidden place under the shadow of the Almighty is what they are. Whoa, whoa. Psalms 91, they're hidden under the angel's wings of God the Father's wings. And so God's been doing it in secret, but then once He's fully fathered your inner man, He'll reveal it to everyone's outer man because the brightness of your rising will cause their brains to be renewed as your brain was renewed. It's your cup overflowing upon them. What you've developed internally will be spilt out externally. And that's how you get your harvest. There's no harvest by name it and claim it. There's only harvest by your inner man getting built up into the same level of faith as Jesus Christ at the right hand of God called sonship, firstborn amongst many. And he's not ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters. If you're a brother and sister, that means your inner man looks just like his inner man, called God the Father. That on the other side of that person's skin is God the Father, creator of heaven and earth, and Lord of all angel armies. That's sonship. That's where we're going. That's where you're going. That's what you partner with when you donate to Red Letter Ministries and the discipleship of all the sons of God on planet Earth. In Jesus' name, we'll see you tomorrow. Amen.